joining us now, he is from the Columbus Dispatch, columnist and golf writer Rob Oler joins us. Rob, welcome into the golf Good shop. Good morning, Rob. Hey, guys. How you doing? We're doing well. Uh, do you know if they've restarted up there or not? Sometimes the uh, the online gets a little glitchy. Are we a go this morning? Nine o'clock. Supposed to be a restart with the third round uh, starting around 11. Uh, you know, there were two rain delays, of course, just because it's may not be the Memorial Tournament. It's still Muirfield Village, <laughs> which is right. like a magnet for bad weather. Normally, July here is like weeks and weeks of dry, hot air, and we got the hot air, uh, but the dry didn't happen. So two 75-minute rain delays, second round, bumped 33 golfers uh, to this morning having to finish. Are, are the guys um, that won under still licking their chops a little bit and uh... – you know, because right now there are 67 guys at uh, one, at two under or better, which means that if two of those guys out on the course fall back, a whole host of guys get in, including Brant Snedeker, Jim Furyk, and yeah. Brooks Kepka. So there are some Big guys, yeah. and, and these guys aren't going anywhere because they're playing next week. So are they just kind of hanging out, uh, you know, maybe uh, with their uh, with their little dolls and put, put poking pins in it? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if Kepka's doing that, but uh, yeah, right. you know he he was a late addition last night to the Memorial Field. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna uh, play next week, but uh, I guess for FedEx points reasons, he did sign up, so he is for, in for the Memorial. And you talk about a a wild day for that guy. I mean, he was out of it. He was terrible. I well, I followed him for a while the first day, and he was off. He was off in the first nine yesterday. Then he comes back with a 31 to yep. put himself. You know, and an outside chance, and as you guys just said, he could make the cut, which would be amazing. It would be, but uh, we're we're happy that he signed up for next week because we'd love to see that Bryson DeChambeau Brooks Kepka oh, pairing. I, I could, I, oh, I, I, that would be incredible. I, I, but I would I would hope Brooks would just bury him. <laughs> anyway, Rob, you wrote a, you wrote an article this week on on the no fans at Memorial next week. Um, what a bummer. Uh, you know, I was looking so forward to watching a golf tournament because I'm getting a little sour on golf with no fans. I mean, I thought it would be okay, but now it, it really makes a difference with fans there. You know, and we've talked to other people, and I say this every week, you know, fans can help you uh, as a golfer uh, more than not. And so this decision, for me, I, I was just really looking forward to seeing a great golf tournament with fans. Uh, it's just a shame. Yeah, you know, I was out there and did a piece, like you said, on what it's like to watch golf. Now, this is, of course, the fifth week, fifth straight tournament, at least, where there have been no fans. But this is the first time I've experienced it on course. And unless you're a bird watcher who likes to listen to the birds chirping <laughs> and be able to tell what bird is what, you're not going to be real happy because that's all you can hear out there. It's uh, it's eerily quiet. Um, these guys are so conditioned. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but mm -hmm. they're so conditioned that when they make a birdie or chip in or whatever, they wave to the crowd. Of course, there is no crowd. <laughs> right. They're still tipping. They're still tipping their cap. So does that mean it's just habit, or or what does it mean? It's very funky. Um, you're right. There's a lack of energy, and a, if you just like sort of a serene stroll, you know, golf with no fans is the way to go. But I don't think that's most of us. We want we watch pro sports for the energy, for the excitement. And you mentioned some guys, or, or most guys, get energized by the crowd. I am finding it's pretty interesting that other guys, at least to a, to some extent, 
find, I think there's fewer nerves when, you know, some guys are gamers, right? You put them in front of a crowd, fourth quarter, whatever, ninth inning, two out, they perform. Michael Jordan or whoever it may be, Tiger Woods. Some of these dudes, it's like it feels more like a practice round with their buddies, a money game. And I think they play a little better. Yeah. The dirty little secret is that some guys are telling me, we kind of prefer no fans, but we can't really say that. Right, right. Well, well, the, well the, the good thing for CBS, at least, on, uh, with no fans, is they don't have to pipe in the bird, the bird uh, chirps. Oh, I tell you, the, <laughs> the, 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 the piped-in fans on Premier League soccer yeah, is annoying me. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. Oh. oh. Puke. Yeah. yeah, exactly, Rob. You know, and but here's the other thing, and again, we're talking with uh, Rob Oler up uh, in in the, from the Columbus Dispatch at the Memorial, and you know, here's the other thing: Bubba Watson is talking a lot more, and I don't know if that's good or bad because I don't remember <laughs> Bubba ever just walking down the fairway nonstop talking. And the funny thing is, Bubba's the one that says, "Well, you know, some pairings, it, it, it's a two-stroke penalty when you get paired with the guy," and it's like, Bubba, you're maybe, that maybe guy. Maybe you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, DeChambeau talking about brand. Yeah, you know, right. Brand. We talked you about that earlier. Brand, you know, the, the, the kid <laughs> and, uh, hey, look in the mirror. Uh, in oh, a way, I think kidding. DeChambeau is good for golf because, you know, the, the sport gets knocked for just having a lot of these vanilla kind of you know, no-talk guys. So uh, we in the media have to be a little careful because we want them to be, have personalities. And, that, and when they have them, we knock them for it. So it's sort of a no-win but if you just look at what he says on paper, it, it's not a good look. Bad optics, as they say, yeah. for Bryson. Yep. Well, you know, the funny thing is, we're we're a couple years removed, if you remember, and I think, was it the Open Championship, where there was a camera shot, a video, of Bryson chucking tomahawking clubs down the range. <laughs> like, we're only a couple <laughs> years from that. He might be psycho. I don't know. You know, I mean, literally, like, <laughs> overhead tomahawking them, like, 50 yards down the range. So we're, you Were know, other guys practicing? Yes. I did not they see can't, that. It's one of those That was 2018. It was one of those stationary cameras that was, you know, videoing down the range. And in the background, you saw the tomahawk twice <laughs> of him, throw, and he had to walk out and get him. So, was, it, was he mad or was he mad or is this one more uh, scientific experiment? He was mad. He was frustrated because he couldn't find his swing and he chucked clubs down the range. And, and, and here's the thing. He <laughs> and tell me if I'm wrong, but if he just had shut up and let it happen last week, right. I think he would have gotten a bunch of fans because he opened his yap and berated the cameraman and told him they were ruining his brand. It flipped 180 on him. Like I say, you know, Tiger gets fined more than anybody for f bombs on microphones, and people love him. and And, and I think people want to see that that human side of these guys and not the robotic nature. So I think if he just lets it go, he'll be known for winning golf tournaments and maybe having a, an occasional explosion on the golf course. And I think people will appreciate that. Now he's still known yeah. for all the stupid stuff he does off the golf course. And, and we all know he's a brand, but he doesn't have to call himself a brand. I mean, you know, I just – the guy drives me nuts. I don't know. So, <laughs> Rob, here's a question. Uh, Morikawa has a three-shot lead. Uh, and somebody asked me yesterday, is Bryson DeChambeau – the, you know, the number one golfer in the world right now. And my point was, well, hey, look at your leader. Morikawa might be right at now. At the U.S. Open last year, 
was ranked outside the top 1,000 in the world. He's currently 29. Yeah. If that's not somebody getting it done over the last 365, 380 days, I don't know who is. Might be the best player on the planet right now. Yeah, I'd put him in there. You know, Daniel Berger, who yeah. maybe not everybody knows, man. He's, look at his numbers. He's getting it done. And I picked uh, Justin Thomas this week pre, pre-tournament just because, I mean, this dude, for, for most of us, I mean, two rounds without a bogey. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's, he has not had a bogey yet in my dreams. So uh, he, you know, he grew up. This is probably the closest course to his home, Louisville. Uh, well, you know, at least it's drivable. And uh, I'd say watch out for JT. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama has uh, won the Memorial, so he he's comfortable here. But uh, I'm with you on uh, on Colin Morikawa, man. That guy, his iron play is spot on. And I like his mental game. Yeah, he really is pretty sharp that way. I saw a great piece on he and his girlfriend um, last night on Golf Channel. This guy's got it together. I mean, mentally, he is he has got it figured out. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting two days. Uh, we're hoping it stays dry here because, uh, but we know it won't. <laughs> it's the memorial. You keep your fingers crossed and bring the umbrella. Well, Rob, I wanted to pick up on your Justin Thomas thing. You know, he traditionally has not played well at Jack's place. But here's the thing that that jumps out at me. You know, he was he was talking about that he was watching Deschambeau hitting all these, you know, these rockets off the tee, and he was kind of fascinated by it. And then all of a sudden, he figured it out. JT mm-hmm. did. You know what? I need to stop paying attention to what somebody else is doing, and I need to get my own game squared away. Does that to you scream that maybe some of these guys need to go more into the Tiger Woods mentality of, hey, these guys aren't necessarily my buddies. You know, I can be buddies with them on on Monday or Tuesday, but come Wednesday and then definitely Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, these guys aren't my buddies. I need to bury them in the ground. Mm-hmm. And when they get that focus, it seems like something changes. And coming into this week, I feel like Justin Thomas – figured that out at yeah. least for this week yeah i think you're right i mean let's face it there aren't many tigers <laughs> so you know burying your buddy uh it's easy to say but tiger actually did it yeah, that's I mean, right a little michael jordan in there right in yeah. terms of uh sort of a sob on you know on the course a right. little bit um you know jack nicholas was a neat that's right i mean jack yeah. jack's kind of a distant guy in some ways anyhow but when he get on the course, forget it. Yeah. Just, and maybe it's more just tuning everything out. It's not so much having a bad attitude toward your competition. It's just what competition. Yeah, I think we mistake uh, that sometimes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think Brooks Kepka is another guy that, you know, I'm not sure how buddy-buddy he is on the course, at least in the majors. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of big names this week. I was told three, you know, about two weeks ago by somebody at the Memorial, well, you know, that's sort of a nice lead-in for us. There's, you know, it's sort of like a glorified Corn Ferry event. And I kind of wondered, okay, well, I don't know. They're going to be there two weeks. I bet we get some pretty big names at this workday event. Yeah. Sure enough, five of the top ten. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I was kind of hoping they would change the format initially. Uh, something like Scapleford or, or some kind of team event just to separate it from the memorial. Because really all they're doing is letting the rough go. And, you know, faster degrees from Memorial. And I know it's a little better field than Jack's tournament, but I'm going to be interesting to see the ratings for the Memorial. I mean, I'm just curious what you guys think. Is having an event the week before at the same course hurt or help the Memorial or neither? 
Well, I think you're going to get a, a big jump because you're going to, you know, you're going to get Rory McIlroy. You're going to get these guys all coming back that aren't playing this week. So you're going to get that that primetime field that we've seen in the first couple weeks of the return to action. We've had a a little bit of a lull last week and a little bit one this week. So I think you're going to I think you're going to you know, you're going to get that lit up and and people want to see you know, because hopefully this golf course is going to go from a little softer that they've had to try and keep it this week. Obviously, the rain didn't help that, but hopefully they're going to try and get it a little firmer and faster next week, and we'll see how things go. Yeah, they're talking U.S. Open conditions. Of course, they kind of always say that. Uh, at least Jack <laughs> tries to kind of put that out there, but I think that is the case. Being out there, the rough is gnarly. Uh, if if it stays bone dry, um Look out. I think it will be a challenge. And, and you're right. McElroy, Webb Simpson uh, is coming in. A D, DJ, DJ, I believe. Right. Um, so it is, a, it is a really top-notch field. Well, it'll be fun to watch. All right. Well, Rob, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, go hang out, watch a little golf, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, be watching and see what happens. Great, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Thanks Rob. Thanks a lot. That's uh, Rob Oler from uh, the Columbus Dispatch Hanging out in Dublin, Ohio. Dublin. So, Dublin. <laughs>